Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives fan podcast from the couch. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And uh, we have just watched the very first scene of this week's episode of Desperate Housewives, and I totally called it. You did. You did. I As soon as they said, you know, Preston's coming home from Europe, and everybody's expecting him to bring back a souvenir, and I'm like, oh, gosh. How much more predictable could this right, possibly be? Right, he's bringing home a woman. He's got a woman, Absolutely. and it's like, duh. I mean, so this was totally not, this is like as much anticlimactic. I mean, the only thing they did that surprised me was the mustache. Right. Which I totally agree. Which was funny when she said, look, Porter, now you don't have, you can see how bad it looks. Exactly. That was funny. That was funny. So anyway, now, am I totally missing something here? Or was there a reason why I didn't know that he was in Europe? I don't remember why he was in Europe. Did they ship him off to Europe because of all the issues he is having? No, I think they just sent him. I think they. I think they just let him go on this trip. I, yeah, I okay. really. I don't remember the details, but it was mentioned before. Okay, see, I don't even remember it being mentioned. Anyway, we are doing a scene by scene. So, uh, really, honestly, the first scene, uh, interesting but totally predictable. At first, I thought they were going to be married. Right. Which I think would have made it more interesting. I think it would have been much more interesting had they been come in and announced that they were married. Right. Totally agree with that. So we'll see how it plays out, though. Yes, we will. All right. All right. We're back with our scene-by-scene play. We are. Uh, so the next scene here was the New York City. Anna is Miss January. For a tool calendar. For a tool calendar. And they're not interested in her pretty face. No, they're not. At all. And Danny shows which, up. Which, which Gabby should be bothered by. You think? Yeah. Yeah. She's still underage. Gabby should be bothered by that. Yes. Are you bothered? I'm sure she doesn't know what jobs they're sending her out on, but... They should know. But Yeah. Absolutely. And if you guys are wondering, that's my daughter downstairs not quite so much learning how to play the guitar. Right. But uh, we'll take care of that after we hit pause here. So anyway, Danny shows up and kind of clues her in, and it seems that um, everything's going to happen with a little road trip between, uh, what's her name? Angie. Angie and uh, Gabby. So that's, Which, that should be interesting. This should be interesting indeed. That was my cell phone. Okay. So all kinds of fun noises going on here. Anyway, now it, look, it would appear... We're going into Susan and Mike. And she's got an interesting outfit on. So we'll find out more now. Okay, so now we know what the dress was the, what all the about. What the dress is about, right? It's obviously because it was buttered toast. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting scene, by the way. Very. very. I, I always love it when yeah. desperate housewives will really tackle like an issue that one of those that, big major issues, absolutely. Yeah, and, and do it in a way that that's unique and stuff like that. So obviously. Uh, what do you think is the the issue in at hand? What, how would you describe this? This is going to play into um, Mike's insecurities about providing for his family and and needing to be the head of the household, so to speak. The breadwinner. Right. That's the word I was thinking of. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the loan was his responsibility. But the thing is, is that that already irritates me is that um, when they got married, she assumed those responsibilities also. And he, hers. When they got married, they became 
a one, not a two just living together. Yes, indeed. The one thing I will say here is is I sort of can understand the dilemma of what Mike would feel, mm-hmm. you know, as being somebody who, you know, wants to, he feels as a man that that's his, you know, duty or obligation right. to take care of, you know, providing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I will say, I, I think you're right. It, it plays into his insecurities. This is a situation that's a little bit unique in that there was extra money coming in. The The thing is, is obviously we're talking about a reasonable sum of money. But we've and, seen this from Mike before. Okay, where did we see this before? Well, not... Not this exactly. I mean, this is different because you said there's a you know there's a large sum of money coming in because she sold the club. It, it's something extra, you know. It's not just that that she makes more than him or that she's, you know, the breadwinner of the family. But um, but we've seen him try to like with the wedding, you know, try to compare himself to Ian who had more money and oh yeah, you know we we've seen this this issue of of his insecu- his financial insecurities before. Okay, I do, yeah, now that you bring that up, I remember it, I completely forgot. I, I, the only thing that I have to add to this, I think that that is reasonable to point out, is that the fact is, this is a large sum of money, and she didn't think to talk to him about it. Well, I think that it was meant to be a surprise. I think that it uh. was meant to to relieve that stress on him. I think that she was considering his best interest, not let's talk to him about how best to use this money. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I, yes, I, I get where you're coming from. I understand. But even, even, I think it probably, you know, given the fact that she knows about some of his insecurities, I think it would have probably been a better surprise to say, wow, Look how much money we have. And I have a suggestion of what we should probably do with this money. Right. I still think that he would have been against it because he he still sees that as her money because Carl left her that half of the club. And it's it's the whole division of finances and the – I don't know. But, but I think that – honestly, I think from Susan's point of view that it was – um, okay, she knows she she does know him. She does know his insecurities. She also knows how hard he's working. You know, Mike works himself into the ground, and um, and if she could relieve some of that pressure, that's what she would want to do as his wife. So you do you disagree with me though? That because I I I I'm pretty sure that I I think that in in a marriage when a large sum of money of like this amount regardless of what the scenario is and situation i think that this is when when a couple has this kind of money coming in i mean mike didn't know how much money it was so the thing is is that she's like okay she just made a huge gigantic decision based without talking to him i i just personally i think that in a marriage when you're making a huge decision like that then it should be something you discuss so do you disagree with that no no, I don't disagree with that. I agree with you in a normal marriage, but this is Desperate Housewives. All right. Well, never mind. Then I won't yeah, try to I mean, apply this to real life no, and, I'm, and I'm, try to add additional value well, into... I think we've already tried to apply it to real life um, on you know, the off chance that we might sound redundant. Um, yes, they should talk about it. I'm just saying, but, if this was a real life situation, do you, I think that this... Never mind. No, you're you're right. If it is a real life situation, do I believe that they should talk about it? Yes, but I think that in 
a majority of real-life marriages, the finances are dealt with as a one anyway. I see. Now that's our what... our finances. And I, it doesn't seem that way here. Right. And, and But see, the thing is, I will tell you, I, I completely disagree with you. Okay. And it's because... Doing, you know, what actually, you know, what's odd is I think that there might be a lot of people who listen to this who aren't aware of the fact that I used to, do, to perform marriages, and I, I was a used to be a, a minister, and um, one of the things that I did in premarital counseling or was premarital counseling, and I will tell you the biggest argument that couples had going into a marriage was finances, and um, despite my suggestions, many of them had anticipated going into the marriage with his his money, my money, and um, I would say that today um, that that the majority of couples out there don't come together on finances. Okay, I I don't know. That's just maybe I was just raised differently. I think I think we both were. But uh, it, I, I think that... Which is funny because I'm pretty sure that your parents live his finances and her finances. To a small degree. They... they it, but not. I think theirs is more like ours um, in that, you know, well, like what you and I used to do, which is you. we used to have like in the budget, you would give, you know, you would have money and I would have money and stuff like that. Okay. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, and it, my parents do their finances a whole lot different anyway. Right. But but you and I have the Dave Ramsey thinking. We do. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I, one last thing is I love that she needs to go show Lee her dress because she really needs somebody to say. I mean, she really needed a reaction from Mike other than why are you, you know, you're a little overdressed for, you know, bacon and eggs. She needed a reaction from him. Yeah. As a woman. And yeah. so... She's going to go get that reaction. Yeah. Now, for the show's sake, I will say that, you know, she obviously she did try to surprise him. Mike Mike's obviously not happy about this, and we'll see where it goes. Absolutely. But uh, anyway, interesting. Okay, so this was funny. That was funny. What, what's this guy's name? This new guy? Sam. Sam? Is Sam. that his name? Okay, anyway. This is hilarious. So we see... Sam versus Andrew again. Right. Which this is a storyline that, that is intriguing because we don't know really what Sam's motives are. We assume that they're they're bad and that he might be trying to make a play for Andrew's position as right. beloved son or well, something like that. She's ready to hand him I know. Andrew's position in the company. So Yeah. It's I mean she's already ready to hand that over. I just want to go down saying I'm rooting for Andrew. And, and you know, I want to say that I am somewhat uh, wondering whether or not they'll end up turning Sam into being somebody that, that's a decent character. That I, well, I, I know that... All, they, I know all, he's evil two weeks ago. I know you I was. with me. I, I know. And they showed the whole thing with the, you know, best son or, you know, whatever yeah. that... They showed that scene, and now I'm questioning, you know, it's like, I think they're leading us somewhere, and I think they're going to do a whole switch, switcheroo. I, th- I still don't trust him. I think that he, he has ulterior motives. Um, I'm not sure if they're against Andrew or against Bree just yet, but he's up to something, and I'm on Team Andrew. Okay. Well, I, I you know what? There's part of me that just wants you to be right, and it just seems a little, Bree is a little naive for me. 
on this one. And I don't that doesn't remind me of yeah. that's not Bree's character. Mm. I agree that that doesn't really fit in with who we know her to be. Yeah, this 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 smells funny to me, and and I think the writers have a little schizophrenic uh, tendencies in this <laughs> one. So, writers, I don't know where you're going, but uh, you better shape up. Anyway, we'll be back shortly. Okay, so the next big thing here is turning people into leprechauns. I mean, right. that Which, was... Okay, I get Mike and Susan having the conversation, but telling MJ was just bad. Right. Not that MJ understood what she was saying, yeah. but still, that was a little over the top. But anyway, yes. uh, you were going to mention that this played in further to Mike's uh, insecurities, yeah, and Susan's more. not helping any. I mean, does she it, not well, get a clue? No, I don't think she does. I really don't think she does because, she, I mean, she was trying to be honest. She, it, she just wasn't using the right words, I don't think. Yeah, but, she, I mean, I mean, this is obviously a, a sore spot for Mike. And she is just, like, digging a, a hole for him. To... She was trying to dig herself out, not yeah. dig a deeper one. It it was not working. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the notebook. Tears of boredom. <laughs> yeah, you can't even laugh at that. You've never seen the notebook. I know, and I'm not going to. No. Um, I am proud to say I did not cry while watching the notebook, though. Good. Right. Because I'm a cold-hearted, you know, yeah. fill in the blank. <laughs> nice. Leprechaun. We're not downstairs. Whatever those you, words are. I'm not a leprechaun. Oh, well, that's not what I... Okay, that was really bad. All right. So, uh, okay. Anyway. Well, you said fill in the oh blank. Oh, my goodness. Because you weren't downstairs to... I, what do you say? You're cold-hearted. Um, I don't know. What oh do I say? Oh, my goodness. Well, you don't say it's not you as in you, Cliff, I know. but you as in people. It's the phrase. I know what you were going to say. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so uh, Preston. Preston, and um, I don't know the girl's name. I, well, Tom wants to know if you brought home fa- vacation photos. Which is wrong. Duh. Come on. You don't ask your pregnant wife if your son brought home topless photos of his girlfriend. Come on, Tom. <laughs> Tom, come on. So, um, now, what do you think? I mean, I, I, it, it appears, again, the writers want you to think that she is so a gold digger, right? I don't think she's a gold digger. That, that, that's, but that's, but you I agree, think, right. that, that's what they're trying to set up for us. That's what they're writing for you, yes. Yeah, and of course, um, Lynette is, I mean, she, without really giving her a chance... Without even having a conversation She's with her. She's judging her right away. She is judging her right away. Right. And so I'll be I'll be interested to see where this goes. I hope that he at least trims his mustache before the it, end of this oh, episode. It's going to take up. You don't it, have. Oh, it's just, just trim I mean, it. Geraldo Rivera in size. It's huge. I know. Yeah. So some people are saying, gosh, Cliff, you're one to talk. You know, that mustache, you, you know, that's so 1980s or whatever. It's like, listen, you just don't understand. If I don't have my mustache. I've never seen you without it. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless I die and you decide to have them shave, people I'm, shave there it. There you go. <laughs> but anyway. Don't make me mad. I'll shave it in your sleep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm excited to see how this turns out. I hope that it turns out that she's actually a really decent person and... And and that that works out. I think that would I be just, good. It would be. I think that it would be good. And we've seen Lynette be wrong way more than one time. Yep. All right. We'll be back. Okay. And we're back. And so 
first of all, Angie goes to see Grandma. Her mom. Her mom. Right, and doesn't go over so well. Doesn't go over so well. So, again, you know, still no real clear indication what happened 18 years ago. I'm not all that interested. You know, I'll just, as far as I'm concerned, when they finally break that story at the end of the season, okay. Yeah, I'm not into it. I, I don't feel connected to it in any way. At least with Dave last year. We knew who he was and got his backstory right. and understood that he was a crazy person. Right. But I, I just, I'm not, I'm not interested. No, I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not interested at all. I, I mean, I want to know, but okay. Only we, because they introduced it. Yeah. It's like, had, just tell us. Yeah. Had they not introduced it, I would have been fine without it. Yeah. I would, I would actually, I would appreciate it much more if they were to tell us right now. Everything like in, before the end of this episode, tell Gabby everything, the entire story, and then the rest of the season they'll basically, uh, you know, running. You know, this guy's slowly tracking them now, and Gabby comes to save, save the Bolins. I would like that play out, although I don't think that's what we'll get. I know, but that you understand. I mean, of course, how that could actually help the whole Gabby is boring the crap out of us thing. Right. It could fix two storylines. Exactly. So, Mark Cherry, feel free to use that. You know, whatever. All right. And then, uh, what else do we got going on? Um, oh, what scene did we just see? Because we, I'm, I'm kind of Andrew and Bree. And yes. Yeah. So just the whole little story there. I almost feel like that, you know, I've, I'll take care of this. That was definitely manufactured. Absolutely. It was, yeah. I, he's playing it. Yeah. He, he's playing. You see that, don't you? Yeah. And and Stephanie and I are purposely treading lightly on the Catherine and what's her name? I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, Robin is her name. Yeah, Robin, sorry. yes. But it's the same thing with. Um, it, it has nothing to do with the sexual orientation. I'm just not interested in Catherine's story. Yeah. I'm glad. Um, am I, I? I'm neither glad or disappointed that she came back all healthy and whole and healed. It, it doesn't really matter to me one way or the other. So, yeah. Anyway. The, the one thing about the storyline with Catherine that I found odd was that Susan's, like, all upset that she can't just go back to the way it was. And it's like, oh, can't you go shopping with me? I'm like, huh? She's over trying. Well, yeah. And I guess that's a part of who Susan is. So, right. anyway, we'll move forward. <laughs> okay. We had to just unpause because that was probably one of the best lines of the episode. <laughs> Uh, so far tonight. Right. Uh, that's, that's why I keep, keep having ba- ba- babies, kids. You, kids, you see, to replace the ones who hate me. That was funny. That was funny. It was hilarious. All right. Good line, Lynette. Yep. Okay, we'll be back. Okay. So, in a way, we were both right about Sam, but I think I was more right. Why? Well, I don't think he was, quote unquote, up to something, like, bad. I think that... He, I mean, I don't know. How how do you put this? I think he wants Andrew's place. I think he's entitled to... I, I think he thinks he's entitled to something. Right. Had Bree been his mother, things would have been different. Okay. Okay. He, yeah. he is the... Okay, from all appearances, 
of just seeing what has just happened, okay? Knowing that Bree and Rex got married young, were married for 20 pl- like, weren't they married for like 18 to, or 20 years or something like that? So then he, so he was married to Bree when, when he was, he was with born. The, exactly. I would guess that he and Andrew are probably around the same age. Yeah. Okay. Or he appears maybe even a little older. Maybe. I don't know. I could be off. I don't know. But, but the thing is, is that Rex is in family pictures with him. Yes. I mean, it's not like he yeah. abandoned him. It, it was a double life. Which yeah. we saw that he led before anyway. But um I, I think this is that interesting. It's, I, I think that maybe I'm more right than you are because I think that my, my what I am guessing that is happening is he wants that life. He wants that life, but I guess the thing is that, you know, I thought maybe the what you were thinking was that he's coming in and you know, he wants to basically like take the business down or he wants to do something like yeah I don't I don't know something he wants to do something evil whereas I'm thinking what he wants is he wants his share he wants his cut yes that's more well isn't that evil when it's not his to have yes I guess so and 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 if that's you're exactly right because if if he wanted it and he's entitled entitled well, by golly, there's a different way to go about it than being sneaky. Absolutely. So then, I, okay, so then I, I will say that you are right. Okay. The Gabby thing, I, you know what? I want to believe you. I want to believe that this is going to be what it takes to get her to bring her down to where she needs to be so that she can be a little bit more humble, but eh. I don't, it, well, it's the same thing with her every week. It's yeah. the whole, you know, um, the, the whole she changes she learns her lesson in the episode but she never retains any of that yeah hey mark cherry we, we're bored with gabby yeah we start over at square one every episode or every two or three episodes it's, no every episode it's obnoxious it is extremely obnoxious and i'll be honest with you mark cherry boring you know you could send her to visit with edie i'm bothered if <laughs> she bothers us <laughs> anyway we'll be back Somebody's full of thoughts. You think? She got outplayed. I, I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, yes, this is going to turn out good. And then, nope, Lynette was right. Lynette was right on. And that's so sad because you don't want to watch your kids go through things like that. No, but this is good, though. I mean, she found out. She she did something that, I mean, the the, the going to the jeweler, getting a different ring. I think she went. With the right intentions as a mom, and I think she made the right decision. And uh, although, and it's a family heirloom, it is a family heirloom. And the thing is, is that she now knows without any doubt that she's right. Her her instincts are correct. Which you know, I'm kind of sad, but you know, hey, at least it's uh, good entertainment, right? Absolutely. We'll see how it goes. And so now we're back to New York. So you don't believe him still? I still don't believe him. No? No, I really, I don't. See, I... I, I I'm, Not that I don't believe his story. I believe his story. I just still don't believe it's just... I, I don't believe it's just about meeting her. Yeah? Bree. Yeah. I, so I, you think he still wants something else? Yes. Something more? Something. All right, and what about... um? I'm I'm a little still a little frustrated by the Angie story. Yeah, you know, they're not it's like, getting any 
anywhere. It's like, you know, okay, I understand you just told everything we want to know to Grandma. But, but come we on, want to know. just it, tell us. It, it's so frustrating. And they went Gabby, through... duh, she is giving away all I this know. information. She knows they're already running. Excuse me, hiccup. She knows they're running from something. Yeah, or that they're hiding something because yeah, her and Carlos overheard. Yeah, her um Angie and Nick. But what's frustrating is they went through all of this trouble to to f- give you these little bits. By being in New York and seeing her mom and having the nosy neighbor, you know, the, who I think is probably a snitch for, what's his, Patrick? Yeah. Is that who she's hiding from? But they're still dragging it out too long. Too long. Frustrating. Frustrated. We are bothered. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, by the way. We should probably explain. We what, should. If you want to know what's going on with us. And this, you need to go to robertisbothered.com. That's all, that's all we're going to say. Well, no, that yeah. and thank you, Jimmy Fallon. Yes, thank you, Jimmy Fallon. And <laughs> 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 Megan downstairs says rabbit turds for Valentine's Day. You uh, really have to check out robertisbothered.com. Oh, you bothered. Go, go there, yeah. seriously, and click on Valentine's Day. It is so funny. It's funny. All right, we'll be back. Love Jimmy Fallon. Okay, so, Mark Cherry, you don't get off that easy. <laughs> That's all I got to say. We knew all that already. We knew all of that. Right? Or I mean, had we, we just knew about the logging. No, we knew about the logging thing. We knew that she was a, you know, the, the, that it was something like that. We knew that, we, the thing is, they even gave us more so far. You know, the, you know, possible terrorist scenario right she oh, that's she, right. she they even were... they sim- simplified it to long story short somebody got somebody got killed but uh i'm sorry but the I mean, we already know the story is much bigger than somebody got killed and we suspected that danny was somebody else's right absolutely right right yeah yeah i mean it's been obvious from like the second episode, yeah, that they were in, that he was. So what? Sh- what Angie shared with, with um, Gabby, Gabby, that was no new information. So no, yeah, I, I appreciate the effort, but give us the story. Exactly. All right. At least they are showing us now that the you know that the search is coming to Fairview. You know the the actions happening there, Mister. What's his name? Patrick Logan. Yes, Patrick Logan's coming to Fairview. I wonder who I wonder who they cast to play him. I don't know. But I am interested in seeing that now. At least they did bring that element in. Um what else? Let's see here. Um What else was in that segment? Mike and Susan. You know, there was, you know, the fact that they worked things out. That was good. Um That was good. See, the, all they needed to do was talk. That's it. That's all they needed. That's all they needed to do. Uh, Gabby, of course, is going to try to be a better person. Boo, hoo, hoo, hoo. Not anymore because the episode's over. I know. <laughs> hey, exactly. <laughs> Until next week. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much. I think that's it. Uh, oh, Brie. And did we talk about them? Yeah, we did. We just did. Yeah, I still don't. Yeah, you I still, I still think that he has ulterior motives yeah and even if it just is you know thinking that he got gypped out of a certain kind of life or you know i don't know i don't hmm. know 
Anyway, I'm eager to see you next Sunday. I'm glad to know. I was glad to know that he was born before. Oh yeah, that yeah, Rex did, and Bree were married. They did do that. They did clear that up. Yeah. So, um, so I was very glad of that. Yeah. Because I liked Rex. Right. Even when he went through his whole crazy, you know, um, secret life that they they brought out through the right. I forget what it's called. Anyway, um, but I always liked Rex. Yeah. So I'm glad that they didn't make it. Like an extramarital like an, affair. Yes. Right. Or, or a whole second life. Right. Yes. That, yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because he had extramarital affairs. Right. But it, it wasn't a whole... S- yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, um, we just want to say thank you for listening to the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, we want to encourage you to check out some of our other great shows. Um, Stephanie and I are continuing our coverage of the Twilight Saga series. We're on uh, Chapter 3, I believe, of the Eclipse book. That will be the next one that's released. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, also we have some other great shows I would encourage you to check out. uh, FullTimeMomPodcast.com and FamilyFromTheHeart.com. And until next week, everybody... Join Join the the community. community.